Hey, everybody, we're talking Faith Evans' bad boy lawsuit and Louisiana floods and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey. I'm just going to let this beat kick in real quick before we even intro the show again. Uh, uh, uh. What y'all want to do? Hey. Want to be ballers, shot callers, brawlers. Who be dipping in their bands with the spoilers? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live hey. this week. We thought this music was appropriate today because one of our topics is Faith Evans and a big lawsuit that she has had this week. And, of course, it's about the bad boy reunion tour, you know what I'm saying, that I hope I to, go to, to go to in right? L.A. because Isn't the one like in New York... Week? No, it might be coming up soon. Yeah, but the one in New York happened. I heard it was off the chain. Yeah, I've heard it. Amazing. All right, well, thank you for t- coming in. My name is Daryl Kristen. Joining me today is Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? DJ Jesse J. What's up? And our very special guest is our boy, David Bianchi. Hey, what's up, people? Yay! Writer, Ooh, actor, producer, All Out Dysfunction, which comes out next month. Yes, yeah, September 17th, nationwide, digital, VOD, IVOD. It's on. Apple TV and iTunes now for pre-order, but hey. let's get to the real topics at hand. Get that pre-order. Get, get that pre-order one. We're going to talk to Dave a little bit more about the movie at the end of the show, but first up, we're going to start talking about these crazy topics we had this week. Brother. A lot of stuff in the news this week. A lot of stuff in the news and on social media. And on yeah. social media. Social media is a mess, y'all. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so, you know... Some curvy girls felt like showing out on Instagram, so they was posting and showing some love. As you can see the picture here, you know what I mean? Girls are just sick and tired of looking at this this model that we have put out there <laughs> of stick-thin women being the ideal. So they all decided to, you know what, hashtag curvy and show off their curves. Well, Instagram felt like this hashtag is breaking po- Instagram policies, y'all. She ain't fat, girl. She's no thick. And they deleted the hashtag. They deleted all the pictures that were associated with it. And guess what? The curvy girl said, hell no. And they had a new hashtag called hashtag still curvy. <laughs> okay. So, Instagram, like you can try to shut us down, but we won't. <laughs> I can't. Um, I mean, come on, y'all. Come on. They so, weren't naked. They weren't naked, and this it's is the so whole thing about it. Freaking double standard is disgusting. It's it, a man's world. It's so messed up. <laughs> like, it's so messed up. I cannot tell you how many titties and ads I see on Instagram on a regular basis. Ain't nobody shutting it down. So well, what's problem. her name? Chrissy Teigen uh, uh, was she, upset yeah. because they had pulled down, a, what was it, a W Magazine? W Magazine oh, or something like that. Because she was nipple. talking. Well, and also Rihanna. Rihanna like, Here, here's the thing. Her but those are those nipples. Those are nipples. You, I don't mean fat guys I see on damn uh, well, Instagram. Yeah. Showing off, but you're not showing fast up. shaming though. You're not fast shaming. Uh, I mean, no. If you showing it off, you showing it off. That's I mean, if you confident in whatever your skin is, it's all good. But I'm saying for dudes, like no one's stopping those pictures or nothing. Like, yeah, you sexy But yeah, you have to also think about it too. It's like the vast majority of of, of sexual consumers, and we all know this, are predominantly men, right? Mm. You know, you could put as many ab shots on Instagram as you want. You're not going to get banged with followers. If you show a little bit of cleavage, you're going to get a perpetual amount of followers. You know, we look. We live in a we live in a society that is based on Puritan culture. 
We could take this all the way back where suddenly I show a little areola or I show a full frontal, I'm rated R, but I can blow someone's chest out in a TV show and it's PG-13. So it's, what's wrong I mean, with sexuality? Um, Why are we so afraid of it? Because it's actual hypocritical puritanical culture because it's not actually puritanical culture. Because, because eggplants we over-sexualize can... children and we're fine with that. Right. And we sexualize young women all the time, but then we want to say, oh, but you know, if she decides to do it on her own and decides it's okay to show her nipple, that's too much. We're not going to do that. I mean, here's the thing. I think it's just a fine line between art and and basically pornography nowadays on Instagram. I mean, I, I think that if you are someone who is just showing your body, I mean, whatever, it's all good. But there are a lot of kids who are, are on Instagram. I mean, yes, you have to, parents have to monitor their kids and make sure that they're not looking at stuff that, what they're not supposed to look at. But that's unrealistic. Let's be honest. I mean, kids are going to be on Instagram looking at all these different pictures. This, I don't know how they can really say in this particular case that this is wrong, considering all the things that are on Instagram and body shots and all that stuff. Now, yeah, if Chris, Chrissy Teigen shows her nipple or Rihanna shows her that. nipple, yeah, I mean, I don't you know, I, I can understand why that might be censored. You but know we can I mean? have penis prints uh, all out on Instagram. The game got all these hashtags. I mean, yeah, Dick print just sitting on out here, but the curvy girls can't get. Well, I, I think that I think that, I, and forgive me for steering this a little bit off topic, but I think that the topic ultimately is is where and where and why is there a double standard that that curvy women should be able. To showcase their bodies, these these girls are in bikini tops. Sure, they may not be the status quo of what the media has trained us and educated us to believe what is sexy, but they are human beings that are very proud of their shapely figures, and I think that they should have every right to showcase themselves just as much as the as the you know anorexic cokehead runway model chicks. Thank you. Well, I, I agree with you there. Listen. Yeah, we, what unfor- else is going on? Unfortunately, we're not in Instagram executives. <laughs> but what did they? What policy is it that they're breaking? Showing too much. Showing like too much. it was like alluding to the fact that like there were some girls who would post like them in some booty short, like things that you would see a you know anorexic cokehead girl wearing. And so, because it was a thicker so person, where you could see like the mo- you know what I mean, moose lips it's and clam spank. It's the same thing that happened when Lane Bryant oh, did a commercial. Lane Bryant did that commercial that was exactly like a Victoria's Secret Angels commercial, yeah. but it was fuller women. Yeah, and, and dubbed they it. They were too, like, right? it was way too much breast and way too much butt cheek. It was too much meat. You can't handle all the meat. So y'all want to give the meat, but y'all don't want to see all the meat all the time. Mm. And I, and I think but you'd be at KFC. I think that the, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I think that there's there's a, there's a very gross um, um, prejudice that is sure. that is interwoven within there. That if you are a heavy weighted girl and you wear less clothing, that it's perceived as vulgar, yeah. or right. it's yeah. it's perceived as yeah. ugly. You know, which is I mean, it's the it's just the problem we have with society: body shaming. I mean, it's it's right. ongoing. So yeah. we should just well, all go naked. Remember a couple of years ago? I think we talked about it here. The girl that. Went walked through Hollywood in her bathing suit. Yeah, she was a bad. Don't be showing you that too much. Like, hold on, naked. No, that that would be boring. That would be like he could take his shirt off, but if I took my shirt off right now, we would be in a whole other situation. Not with your bra. Wow, Daryl, what are you trying to dare me now? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of daring women on television, Good Morning America host Amy Robach. Experienced black Twitter recently. <laughs> yes, <it did. laughs> um, so she was in an interview. Is that a video? Do we have, a, or is that just? The, okay, just okay, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, all right, Zach. Um, all right. So basically, she was doing this interview for the new Spider-Man, in which Zendaya is going to be playing yeah. MJ, and <laughs> that alone has been getting a lot of 
you know, interesting commentary. Well, Amy made a comment where she was talking about diversity and roles and how Hollywood (laughs) uses, sometimes uses white people in colored people's roles. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So how is me saying, well, you're a people of color versus a colored person, it's, they're the same fucking thing. The only difference is, is that colored people has a little bit more history with white hatred well, towards that's the what black I was community. Say. It's, it's, the not, it's not the same thing uh, when, when colored was used back in the day in a racist Term. So <laughs> she let, it's it's hard for me to say you know Tyler people Perry of color because because black people say people of color Latinos say people of color but we don't we don't call each other we colored don't I don't say hey colored. hey colored cousin you know what I'm saying like come on so <laughs> my for her colored say, brethren I mean it was definitely a minor infraction so Slip to speak up, you know. but it was pretty funny it, actually like well, I think it's funny like everybody came for her real hard and they I came like, for her mad like, hard and when I heard it because I was actually watching it when it happened I was like oh boo oh no you gotta know better than that yeah, you on national yeah. television you're, I mean <laughs> like, right and you're a journalist like yeah. that and this is not the time for that you know? <laughs> right. this is not you know, the time if you was Billy Bob in the backwoods alright <laughs> right. brother maybe you ain't learned the new terminology but girlfriend you on national TV oh, every good day good morning oh. America <laughs> right and representing she, the world she said it very smoothly. So yes. it, was, it, it was clearly part of her lexicon. I was gonna say she, oh, okay. she yeah. said it before. Right. That's what I was gonna say. But she said she it before. Was so comfortable with Again, that. but it's like I just don't understand what the hype is all about. It's like okay, so she said colored people. Fine. Can we move on to things yeah. that are a little bit more important? I mean, we I are. mean, but people need that's to be educated. But here's the thing. Like, here's the thing, David. Here's the thing. It definitely is not like something that's going to, you know, break down the world, but it's something that people need to be educated on. When you say something ignorant or if you say something that's going to offend a lot of people, it, 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 you need to be educated. But about my it. question is, is she not educated? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> is she actually ignorant or is it just that it is a part of her lexicon and she's comfortable with that terminology and is fine with the tinge of racism that it in At this stage, you can't tell me that she does not know that colored offends people. No, but or add it to this, too. I mean, I know she's a professional. You're a journalist. I understand that. It's a touchy subject, and I mean, let's benefit of the doubt that in her head she had slipped out because she had said that she had meant people of color. You know, yeah, that was I mean, benefit sure. of the doubt. It's funny, even in my no. even in my, okay. in my movie, <laughs> in my movie All Out Dysfunction, there's a scene between myself and 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 this character Carrie, who's a white character, and she says, "I'm going to hook you up with an agent." You know, Hollywood's always looking for their next big color talent, and that's a line that I wrote in the film. So it is, it, I do buy it. It is very offensive, but the way that she said it, it just came out so silky. Like, it's just it, part, I mean, it was just, just part like, of her. Like, she what said, am like, I? tomorrow's Friday. You know, like, <laughs> and on tomorrow's show, we're going to have we're colors. We're going to have lots of colors. Yeah. <laughs> Spice up your life. Spice up yeah, your life, baby. Well, um, the, the last one I got is that. Side of eggplant. I mean, here's the thing. These trolls out here, like, More I just trolls. don't understand your purpose because all you're doing is making someone more famous so the trolls are back they're trolling leslie jones again Uh and what they did was they hacked into her facebook account posted a monkey a gorilla they posted harambe that got shot in cincinnati Mm -hmm. posted nude photos I guess of her and pictures of her with all these different celebrities and whatnot. So Facebook and, and had her and her address, her, her ID. passport, and her driver's license. Mm. 
So Facebook oh, had to delete her entire uh, Facebook account, and they basically said these hackers are doing this to her because she won't back down, because they look at her as a target, because she is out here, you know, she won't go, she won't go away, she, every time someone uh, trolls her or something, she fights back, she puts a stance, she doesn't leave Twitter, she gets a lot of love, and it makes her a target for these internet trolls. They like to do this, they, and I know, my, I mean, my brother's all into this kind of stuff, like, not that he is that, but he is in the whole internet world and he's like they're crazy there's like they're, it's like the open seas and they're pirates and it's just like these groups of people who just target people and like they'll some of them target big corporations they get into their their system and for some reason they just keep coming after leslie jones well it's just making her more and more famous so I mean, like you said i mean it was her iCloud, right wasn't it specifically her yeah they pulled her out of her cloud and right? then they were saying that like over 100 100 100, no 100 celebrities have been hacked like this in the last few years my thing is I mean, okay here's the thing also you put you know you when you put things on your computer there is a chance to get hacked. I mean, do you have a new picture of yourself on your phone? Do you have a new nope. picture? Who, who I do. I'm, I don't, listen, I, I can answer for David. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I don't. I do not do nudes. For mm, this I learned reason. that. Yeah, I learned I've that lesson. Worked a in long the tech time, world yeah. for a very long time, and I'm very aware that there is no such. thing. I got a dick pic out there, but nice. I, my face ain't. I, I decided to <laughs> delete. You gotta I see it in person. <laughs> you gotta see it in person. But I mean, you people. Know. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, once you start putting certain things on there, I mean, yeah, you can't help your passport and 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 driver's license, but. People, especially when you're Go a celebrity, they get targeted get all the time. So. I, I think that there's there's a there's a bigger message here no. um, in that if you are an entertainer or in the public space, that this is the new modern day warfare mm, yep. against the celebrity. <laughs> now, with all that being said, we do have a variety of reality celebutants mm-hmm. who will leave right. nameless, but we know who they are who gained a supremacy amount of fame off sex yes. tapes. Right. So there's also something to be said about that. So I, I love your point. So I think that as entertainers, we just have to. Be be a little bit more educated. Be like, right. look, if you want to have cock shots in your phone, be ready for those things to go out, out when you book that big movie. Right. Because you are or invest in cyber security, like certain cyber security. I mean, there they can really no break into everything. There is no such thing as a secure space. We've already learned that when we talk. Like, it doesn't exist. The Pentagon is getting yeah. hacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be an unplugged hard drive in your third drawer, your sock drawer. You better off sending it snail mail because don't nobody check the mail no more for real. So just tell your man or your girlfriend or your whatever, like, I'm going to send them to you in the mail on a Polaroid. Print that shit off at home and send it in the mail. He's sitting there with a Polaroid, like that's the one copy. <laughs> but here's the, but, you know, but here's the thing too. With with this exposure of celebrities, it actually just helps them be more famous. At the Absolutely, end of the day. Yeah. it just gives them more. Absolutely. I mean, is it going to hurt uh, somebody if you have a dick pic out before you're in a major motion picture movie? The director will probably be like, release it. Well, yeah. that's not hard not necessarily, mine. but it's still a violation. So on a personal level, yeah. like the violation can be devastating, especially like you know maybe you know people are judgy, like oh you're. Yeah, and it's a uh, thumb, like right. Well, and, well, and, 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 and I think for uh, I think particularly for her, for her to be placed on the internet next to a gorilla, you know, exactly. alluding to the fact that you're a porch monkey or whatever. And they keep doing oh, that keep doing same it gorilla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like there is a it's lot hurtful. of emotional scarring that yeah. comes with that. But again, I think that as celebrities and as public people, we have to be very aware of that because it's, they're not showing up at your doorstep anymore. They're just no. taking all your stuff and putting it on putting the internet. Putting it out there. It's taking yeah. it off the drive. For international knowledge. Well, Leslie, listen, I just suggest you just delete everything <laughs> from your account. Just have it be like, you know, 
Flowers and daisies, apparently, and, and just daisies. and stuff from your movie. You know, maybe yeah. that's what you. Do. I don't or think she don't cares. Don't let them make you change your behavior. If you want your naked pictures and do your naked pictures, just know they might come out, and these crazy people will do. This, I just but. care more about the address, like and things like that, because right. yeah. it's like family members can yeah. like get in her. Like, yeah. Family members, the crazies, the crazies can come. You know, well, no, but I'm saying like they're, they're, they can go on your family. Yeah. 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 And 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 I think that the, the, another big concern as a celebrity is like, is it counter your branding? Yeah. So there's if 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 you know. Colin Farrell, for example, gets some stuff put out there, some naughty pics. Okay, that's cool. He's a bad boy. Yeah. But if some, if a Renee Zellweger or something like that, then that's a completely different animal where it goes against her branding. Amazing. If there are racy images, you know, dildo images or whatever kind of images are right. out there. Right. <laughs> I just got like a whole phone. bunch of like female celebrities like <laughs> Amy Robot caught with a dildo. Right. I did too. My eyes start going all these different a colored dildo at that. Right. Because right. I'm literally trying to think. Well, who is it really going against their branding? Because everybody kind of sells sex now. So you know what I mean? Like that's it, true. Is there anybody that it's really going to be damaging to their branding? I don't know. Let's think about that. I don't know. I, I mean, I, probably. I yeah, I just too tired to think. Yeah. What's what's her? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Jennifer. No, no. No, no. I can see her. Right the sing, singer, uh, the singer, she was uh, oh, American Swift? Idol, an uh, no, African American woman. American oh. Idol didn't win, but being a star. Uh, oh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, that would be anti Jennifer Hudson. Eh, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, we'd be like, no, damn. I mean, but, but I, she's been but trying I wouldn't be surprised. Like Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift it, it might damage Taylor Swift's like, brand. Or on the red carpet. Or it might change her game and she get even more followers because they're like, oh, she's a little freak. No, but everybody thinks Taylor Swift is a secret freak and just ain't out there like that. So, like, it'll be like some of the country people are gonna be like oh my god and then everybody else just like when Britney came out on Rolling Stone and the, the bra and the pants everybody's like see we knew she was tricking like that like yeah but I mean we knew that from <laughs> yeah maybe one more time maybe one more time, time she was out there with yeah. the but it was still like I'm the good girl but I'm just teasing a yeah. little bit and then mm-hmm. it was like all the way out slave for you oh yeah she's sexual. straight out she so, went from schoolgirl to straight I feel like yeah yeah <laughs> maybe there was Did a guy that? that was brilliant <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect because you actually bleeped what I just said which is good because <laughs> I said it too quick and I was like I probably shouldn't have said that and then you bleeped it that was perfect perfect timing right, that's all I got for y'all though. we're in sync internet but, uh, but, uh, wow. I wasn't trying now you're gone alright that's all, all right, I got that's all you got <laughs> That's all that happened on the internet. All right. <laughs> That's all that happened. Courtney, I know on you got some great stories for us. What I do have some great stories, and I do have to also tell you about a movie that I saw that what was everybody that? needs to go see. What was that? It's out this weekend, uh, Southside with You. Um, that is the story of Barack Obama and Michelle Obama's first date in 1989. It stars Parker Sawyer and Tika Sumter and Vanessa Bell Calloway. Okay. And it's actually, some people are like, is it a chick flag? No, no, no. It's not really a chick flick. It's kind of like, I put it in the vein of like a Love Jones kind of moment. Like, it's Chicago. It's a little vibey. It's some great music, some throwback memories of Spike Lee, and okay. do the right thing. And it's just a really cool short. It's a short movie. I was like, y'all see it, don't so I'm like long it. movies. It was only eighty-eight minutes long, oh. and it was just a really cute from start to finish of the day of them and their first date together. So go check that out, guys. It's do you learn a lot? You know what I mean? Do you learn a lot that we don't know about? I don't necessarily know that you learn a lot that you don't know because okay. it's literally only the like what eight hour period of them like before right before they go on this date and then they spent basically an entire afternoon evening together so they go to a few different places and you can just kind of see how like the romance sparks and like you see how Michelle was not feeling him at all (laughs) and how Mm -hmm. he sort of turned the corner and made her like oh okay I'm kind of feeling you now so it was really cute you learn a little bit more about Michelle's family 
um, her mom and dad and sort of that relationship, um, which was interesting. And you learn about her father and what he did and why she sort of had the motivation for education the way that she did. And you learn about a little bit about Barack's family and how they were different and how they sort of came together and whatever. So it's a cute little movie. Go check it out, guys. It's in theaters on tomorrow. I want to see that. And another movie, not to cut you off, David, uh, that I saw this week and was able to uh, actually interview the stars was Hands of Stone. It's Usher and Edgar Ramirez. Mm -hmm. Excellent. It's the story of Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran in their 1980s fight. And it's it's politically charged. It's racially charged. The fighting's great. Usher did his thing. I interviewed him this week and I told him, I was like, bro, is that a real fro that you had on your head? Or was that, you know, all fake? And he said, no, man. He'd say it took him several months to it out, but excellent movie to go check it out and, and really learn the story uh, of why the fighters wanted to fight each other so much and why they almost just they had this long friendship, but it was also a hate at the beginning, too. But mm-hmm. great movie, check it out! Check out all these Hands people of color doing movies, that's right. We're gonna learn more about another one a little bit later. But uh, first up, so um, everybody knows we well, every some people might not know actually because the coverage of it hasn't been that great. But Louisiana obviously has been suffering from a major flooding for major. the last like almost two weeks yeah, now. There's no coverage, um, there's almost no coverage of it which is scary and it is uh in terms of the flooding it's actually uh on par with the damage that was done with katrina um basically the people in that area many of them are basically replanted to baton rouge um from new orleans when katrina happened so basically these are a lot of people are suffering again Mm -hmm. eight years later when was katrina 2004 five six 2006 i think so 10 years later they're sort of experiencing this all over again. Yeah. One of the major problems is uh, barely 20% of those households that were affected, there was some uh, 350,000 households that were affected, only about 20% of them actually had flood insurance. Yeah. So they thought they were out of harm's way, at least in terms of major flooding. So a lot of them didn't have it. So they're suffering tremendously. But if you check out madamnoir.com, <laughs> They have a list of five different places where you can actually do something. You're sitting here, you see it on the news, you have no idea what you can do, if you can do anything at all, other than like go there. They have some great lists of different places. Um, I'll list off a couple of them for you, but go get the details at madamnoir.com. One place you can help out is the Jefferson Parish Animal Shelter. And they need leashes, pet treats, mm-hmm. dog toys, because one of the huge things that happens in these major flood situations is people's pets get lost in oh, random man. places. No, um, it's terrible. You can actually mail items to Jefferson Parish Animal Shelter at 1869 Ames Boulevard, and that is in Marrero, Louisiana, 70072. Otherwise, you can Google it and check it out, Jefferson Parish Animal Shelter. Uh, Volunteer Louisiana is feeding people every single day from Tuesday to Friday in Hammond, Louisiana, and they need volunteers. They use up to 25 volunteers a day, so if you're in the area, you can go down and help them out. They also are looking for volunteer nurses or medical students because they're having a hot... It's summer, guys. It's August. If you know anything about that area, it is hot as hell and it's humid. Lots of old people and lots of, I mean, people at this point that are displaced. So heat strokes and all kinds of heat issues are a problem for people's health. So they need volunteers that are nurses or medical students to come down. You can check them out. Again, that's Volunteer Louisiana. You can also hook up with Catholic Charities USA that helps people across faiths. It's not just for Catholics, in case you were worried. Um, Check them out online. They're taking donations and mailings also. And the Foundation for East Baton Rouge School System. This happened right before school was supposed to start. So a lot of kids... 
can't go to school right now. Yeah. Um, 42,000 students are not able to be wow. in school right now Crazy. because of the floods. You can go online also for them and look at their list of what they need and what you can do to help them out. And lastly, Project 70805 is putting together packages of clothing, socks, and you know little random toiletries and non-perishable food. Baby formulas, huge baby diapers, things like that. Yeah. They need those things sent. You can either make a monetary donation online or you can travel to the Urban League or mail it to the Urban League of Greater New Orleans. Address is 4640 South Carrollton in New Orleans, Louisiana. Drop them off if you're in the area. Help out. That's how you can help out the flood victims right now because we're always wondering what can we actually do? And they're also, I read, they're also worried about the mold there. Honey, mold. Mold. All kind of. Yeah. And the, uh, I can't even, I can't So many imagine. things, yeah. yeah so I, sad. I, was able, I pulled up some pretty staggering statistics on what's happening out there. Um, Seven trillion gallons of rainfall in a week. Um, that's 10.4 million Olympic-sized swimming pools. Yeah. Almost 32 inches of rain in one day. So that's almost day. three feet of rain in one day. If we consider those numbers of what's happening, this is biblical scale yes, stuff. It is. Yeah. You know, it it's really, scary. really is. And yeah. it is scary. So it's insane. And those people are going to need help for a long mm-hmm. period of time. Yeah, like yes. it's in our, it's barely in our consciousness yeah. now because there's not a whole lot of coverage on like it. Like Instagram but, is how I found out about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Instagram is how I found out because a friend of mine's mom's house was whatever and she posted a picture and I was like, whoa, I mean, look what how is long long happening? Story. Like, no. I was, look how long it took New Orleans to yeah. somewhat recover. And they still, still haven't fully recovered. Fully. You know so, what I mean? So, yeah. Anywho, do what you can if you can. If not, maybe you can help somebody too who can do something and let them know what's going on. Spread the info. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, new cool information is about black travelers. So, there's a new, uh, not too new, but there's an organization called Nomadness Travel Tribe. And basically, they are working to sort of change the perception of black people in international travel and making it more accessible to black people and making it not just about your economic status in life. And like anybody can travel at any economic state or wherever they are. Um, the founder, her name is Avita Robinson, and she said the concept of nomadness is really that there are no ethnic, economic barriers to being able to travel. Right now, they have 13,000 members, 80% of whom are women, and 85% are African-American women. And basically, it's like an organization that they sort of work through social media. They have a great website you can check out at nomadnesstv.com. And they put together packages for different countries like the Dominican, Brazil, South Africa, India. And they sort of match people up who have traveled before in these places and sort of... So know where to go. So you kind of know where to go and get the experience. So if you've never really traveled that much or traveled outside, because a lot of us, like a lot of people go to like the easy places like London or like Western Europe. But there's lots of other places that you can travel to and be comfortable with. And they are sort of trying to open that door for people of color. I love <laughs> to that. interact with each other yeah. and check it out. So yeah, it's awesome. Check it out at nomadnesstv.com. And I was looking at it; it makes things a lot easier too because you, you are trying to pick a different place. Like you said, you kind of go to you go to the same places a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know. And a lot of people don't travel at yeah. all because of this, you know. So this will give them an opportunity. <laughs> oh, Jesse, my, Jesse I'm, 2017 is the year I'm leaving this we, comment. I know, experience. We have to get Jesse out of the country. I'm getting my passport and I'm experiencing. All right, well let's start there. Let's get We're your passport. We're gonna get Jesse right. out of the country. Just don't put it on your phone. 
<laughs> you know, that's and, and unfortunately, um, me being of, of Afro Brazilian mm-hmm. um, descent, I travel the world quite a bit. I enjoy to travel the world, yeah. and I find that the the American way of thinking is okay. We're going on vacation, specifically the African American culture. We're going on vacation. We're going to Miami. We're going to New Orleans. Yep. We're going to Dallas. We're going to Tahoe. Americans are really afraid to leave their comfort zones. Yeah, right. They're sure. very afraid to re- to explore the world that's out there. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a great a great opportunity. Which to one of your educate. favorite places to go that you've been? Um, that you recommend to people? Which part of Brazil would you prefer? I mean, all of them. From what I hear, all of them. Bahia is incredible. Um, parts of uh, Cozumel, uh, Tulum, which is the Yucatan Peninsula mm-hmm. in, in Mexico, is really, really incredible. Um, the southern tip of Italy, down by like Caserta and Napoli, which is the Amalfi Coast, yeah. really, really incredible areas around there. Um, going to Phuket in Thailand. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. See, I'd have to soon. travel with someone like you okay. because I watch too much like Locked Up Abroad 2020. Not Locked SB. Up Abroad. <laughs> yeah, not sure do. That would abroad. be Jesse. Like and I would, and no. I'd trust the wrong you, person. You know I'd be like, hey, yeah. That would happen yeah. to Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, right. they're like, right. shove this up your ass. I'm like, right. what? That would. You know what? You're right. You're right, Jesse. What was that one with, what's her name, back in the day when they were? Claire Yeah, what was that one? Oh, my God. I can't that scares the oh crap out of me. That's, dead ass, that's why I will not leave this country until I am rich or have made it and they're sending me to a hotel with a tour guide. It's very like, specific. I'm too nice security. of a person and I You're make right. friends with everybody and You're I just, right. I can't even deal with the sketchy it people would. here in America. So You're fuck right. another language like, right. unless David Bianca can take me, alright? Man, you're more than welcome to chat oh, with me as long as you keep shit out of your ass. You all right? Trust me. I ain't trying to get nothing. All right. Oh, my. On that note, we're going to close with a travel destination where you should be comfortable, which is London. That's Speak of the English. Like gangs of children running around. Stop. We're... <laughs> So this past weekend, actually, London celebrated its first International Slavery Day, yeah. and yeah, they that had an event. Um, they basically put together, it was put together by an organization called Slavery Remembrance, and it took place in Trafalgar Square, and it was two days before August 23rd, which is actually um, the United Nations designated day of remembrance, which, by the way, I had no idea the UN in 2014 made a designated day of remembrance for the international slave trade Mm -hmm. um basically uh the day was come up with to mark the abolition of slavery and acknowledge the causes and consequences of the devastating transatlantic slave trade so lots of black london's residents musical performers poets activists appeared all together all on sunday speaking out about the history of slavery and celebrating freedom and highlighting the importance of the world's collective history that was rooted in slavery um one uh, musician and activist by the name of Akala performed at the event, and he spoke intensely about why ancestor worship and the remembrance of the past in England is so crucial. He said, quote, when black people remember their victimhood at the hands of the British Empire and colonial slavery, apparently they should get over it and it's all in the past. Even when the legacies of said brutality are still here with the racism and police brutality and mass incarceration and things of that nature. So they spoke about how what was the past may be the past, but it's still affecting our present and that's why we should be here and talking about it and recognizing it. That's great. Mm-hmm. And it went down. So. How are the people? How are the Brits? Part of it. I was kind of surprised with like dozens and dozens of people. So not that many people was there. And I'm kind of like, oh. 
Well, maybe the word needs even to spread if it was a done in more. America. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting that the word hadn't spread yeah. because I that's mean, what I found. It's yeah. a UN designated day, and then like it's interesting. Yeah, hmm. financial well, we backing. That's what it's that called. Could be it too. It's just yeah. financial yeah. backing. But then <laughs> it's wonder like who financially backing a slavery remembrance day because I started to try to place that on the the spirit that is America, and if that would ever actually work out into something, and I can't see it. Well, you know the. There's, there's so many things in, 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 in contemporary modern culture that are just completely forgotten about slavery. And I mean, you know, we only had four million, not to say only, but we had four million slaves brought to North America. Twelve million slaves were brought to Brazil. Right. And so that's a staggering that's a huge. increase of slaves yeah. what was brought to North America. And it's not recognized. It's not discussed. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not part of the day-to-day activities, either because the powers that be don't want to discuss it or maybe the people that are oppressed by it don't want to face it. Mm. It's all incredibly confrontational. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, the co- I mean, hopefully they'll get more buzz about it and it'll be a bigger thing as the years go on. It's a step. It's a step. Well, get, I think also getting bigger, ce- you know, not to say he isn't, but to get all, more celebrities involved from different places, sure. I think that that That'll will help. start sparking... Yeah. I'll just be curious to see if it just sort of evaporates. I hope not. Because I, I don't, whatever. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Because I feel like, honestly, like, it like was a few years ago, it was like they had made it on December 2nd. And well, I can't it, remember what country. It first launched in 2014, right? Yes. It's only been two, two years. years. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, there's, it's, it's, a, it's a grim thing to think about. I mean, when yeah. I was last in Brazil, I was in, I was in Sao Paulo, and I was also in parts of Bahia. And you can go to the coastal regions, which are the largest port regions, and, you, and they have preserved mm-hmm. the iron shackles that are built into the stone. Yeah. Wow. And so just seeing those things, it's, it's incredibly somber. But then again, I see slavery reflected in incredible things like Carnaval. Mm-hmm. You know, like Carnival is rooted in slavery in the African drum. So then to me, I look at mm, that and I see true. that as that's a, a celebration point. of slavery, which is now affecting the globe, as opposed to me going out publicly and trying to shame uh, contemporary people that had no control over what happened a few hundred years ago and making them feel badly for what happened to my ancestors. I want to figure out a way to celebrate the culture as opposed to talk about how I feel oppressed today because of my history uh, several hundred years ago. But if your oppression today is rooted in what that was and nobody's willing to ever really address it, talk about it, deal with it, or handle it, are we still just turning the same it's kind eye of a and it's just going right. to continue going the cycle of sure. yeah. what's happening? Yeah. A balance of it. So it sucks. I mean, it's, nobody wants to talk about like slavery and sad shit, well, sad yeah. shit and awful shit, but at the same time, like there's, there's so much culturally that we're yeah. messing up right now that we just need to work on. I feel like every time David talks about when I go to like Sunday sermon, I'm, I'm ready. I'm starting 12 million Holy people. Ghost, up in All right, on that note, thank you, Courtney, for those hot topics. But we're going to move on to some more topics. But before that, we're going to start with the ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. <laughs> Spotlight of the week. Well, we started off the show today with this song, which everybody knows is all about the Benjamins, and apparently it is all about the Benjamins in reference to Faith Evans, who Mm. was on Bad Boy for many, many years. Still got that first album, Faith, still in the in the uh, playlist right there. Well, she is um, was sued by a promoter because apparently she was supposed to do a show in in Atlanta. She was paid seventeen thousand five hundred dollars to do the show. The show was supposed to take place on September tenth, but 
the promoter's camp got word that Faith was not doing this show because she was going to be doing the Bad Boy reunion tour instead. So he sued her for $100,000, and the judge has ruled that Faith actually is okay to get out of the contract and that she can do the Bad Boy tour. And the reason is is because she's a single mother of three. Wait, what? Does she have to get her money back? I I, I think she is... there's, I don't think she has to get the money back. The fla- oh, wait, no, what? But the, but the flaking on the performance happened before the current tour. Because wait, she flaked, September 10th. She flaked, she flaked, she flaked on this particular promoter previously. Yes. That's why he's trying to That's bar her a, right. from performing now. Right, that's oh. why he's suing her for that's why he's suing her. Oh, I thought they were on the same day. It was like in the same time. It wasn't. Well, I didn't you, see the same day. It, it was in the same months. time period, and it was a certain amount of time months, and a space yeah. where in the contract, like you couldn't be in this amount of radius in this amount of time. Yeah, to she do couldn't do it show. within six months of booking this show because that makes her his show less valuable. So I sort yes, of understood it, but I, 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 look, I'm honestly, I'm kind of on a bit of the side of the promoter. I was a rave promoter for yeah. a while in New York, and I remember I, I, book, I remember so. I booked a DJ named Rock, <laughs> I booked a DJ named Rock Raider, right? And he was the headliner of my show. I put the flyers out, I, I had a sold out place, mm-hmm. and then we found out the day of, he decided to not get on the plane. So what that did to my public Oof. persona as a promoter and as a businessman, yeah. it's it is it's almost irreparable damage. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with this hundred thousand dollar lawsuit? You flaked on the guy, yeah. and now you get mad because he doesn't want you back. Yeah, um, yeah, because he replaced her with Next. But apparently, they're saying that the ticket sales aren't as great now that Next is there. Next. You want to hear? Maybe uh, <laughs> when we're grinding, I not anymore. Like because all I hear is lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, the the ruling was in face favor, and that uh, is crazy because she's we, a mother of three. She's a mother of three. They said she's a single though. mother of three. So, and you know. What judge is that? That judge just be jamming to Faith Evans. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know what's funny? When I read it, I was like, that judge must be a serious Faith Evans. Yeah. Fan. Because yeah. everybody, even all the articles, articles were kind of saying that, like, there's no reason really that she should have been able to get out of this, no. this contract. Or at least give the money back. That's right. crazy. Or, yeah. And that's, pay damages, not just give the money back. Well, that's why like, he's suing that's for high grand. Because there's damages. He and he said that his you know, reputation is at jeopardy. Well, and of course all that it is. Yeah. So, Linda, listen. Sorry, I still want to go to the bad boy. You can get I on mean, the bad boy team yeah. or something. Why can't she? My thing is, why? Well, I guess because of the non compete. But if he was, he probably should have just let her perform at both. He still would have got his money. Yeah. Or is it too close? Too I close think he. Day. I mean, personally, Play I think he, well, no. That, he yeah. should have let her perform at both because yeah. I see so many thing parties he where would've. the celebrity will have something at LA Live yeah. and then they're at the after party. The after party doing something. But that's also yeah. assuming she wanted to perform at both. Well, no, but that's where I think it more was. like... It was like she didn't want to. Well, that might be true. Because Bad Boy was the bigger platform. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Honey, you better take it wherever you can get it, girl. Right. I'm not mad, I'd have taken but both checks. I think the judge should have gave him some money. Yeah, yeah. So you and, get and, that and, Vegas and, residency. And TMZ is reporting that Faith Evans, quote unquote, promoter says she went gangster on me. So I believe it. This I ain't just. It. So I actually much thought it was going to be was somebody. There was a lot of language thrown back and forth. Yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, these yeah, egos are bravado. You blocking somebody? You you hot? There's probably some strong arming there. I thought it was more probably from the the bad boy camp versus like not Faith individually, but you know Faith is hood. I mean, you. You know, and she he had ATL though, so he probably was like on his <laughs> tip too. Okay, yeah, that would have been a, a fly on the wall, huh? right? Yeah. Well, somebody who is not hood is Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> well, so well, <laughs> apparently, 
I don't know if you guys saw this, and when I saw it with my own eyes, it was very grotesque. It um, just, I just, just it's, I can't even take the image out of my head. But I, uh, there are nude statues of Trump appearing around in different cities. <laughs> yeah, what well, Instagram? Why are you stopping this? Right, such as San Francisco, Los <laughs> right. Angeles, Cleveland, the Seattle, Batman. and New York City. The Washington Post reports that the group In Decline is responsible for the statues and are calling this their project. They're calling the project "The Emperor Has No Balls," and the name is in reference to a famous fairy tale, "The Emperor's New Clothes," yeah. in which an ego driven emperor gets conned into strolling amongst his people in the nude. Um, so, you know, what do you guys think of these images? Because the image shows Donald Trump butt-ass naked, uh, belly flopping, f- flat anus, and small penis. So, you know, this is uh, this is this is interesting. A I shared it on my pictures. Facebook page. To be honest with you, I loved what I saw. It. I was like, yeah. And then it comes around. You see his flat butt. Yeah, you see. It, it looks it, like he's. It, it, goes, it goes, like, goes into. It looks like he's sitting. I was very limited at looking at that. It looks like he's been sitting on tree bark. Because it's all it's bumpy all and bumpy shit. And shit. <laughs> it's all bumpy and red. It's disgusting. And it, the weird thing is, I mean, outside of the face, there are certain things with the face. It doesn't look exactly like him, but from afar, <laughs> and in the images, it did look like him. It, it was. It was kind of scary. So, uh, look, I'm just like y'all wanted to do this ish with uh, Michelle Obama and Ivanka Trump. <laughs> now the devil done rebuked you. They boo. Well. Yeah. yeah. Courtney, did it turn you on? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I <laughs> you just, have no words. I just. I mean. I. 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 I appreciate that the organization that did it. Like, yeah. I appreciate performance art in the political sure. spectrum yeah. anytime, for the most part. Especially when you actually, whether I agree with you or not, like, I appreciate that they actually had a point, sort of. Yeah. And they well, were able to clearly articulate it. Yeah. This is what they said. I actually kind of get it. Like, and I'm like, I, I, I got what y'all coming from. Okay, yeah. I get it. But at the same time, I try to like. Uh, how would I feel if that was really done to other candidates? If somebody did that with Hillary, yeah. I would not feel the same way about it. And it's just, I, I don't know. I think on a certain level, in terms of just human respect and respect for the office of the president, he is running for president. It makes me a little bit bothered that he is butt-ass naked. But I get it. No, I that mean, is so true about the Hillary thing. People would be... I, up in arms. I think you would be up in arms. I mean, sure, Hillary. okay. And I think that I mean, obviously, there's a different if, element there because yeah. she is a woman and all of that. But if we're doing it based on this idea that there is a message being communicated through a performance art piece, then we would have to give that same. Well, this isn't respect. the first time that the group has gone after Trump. Uh, yeah. They pro- they protested um, after he made the comments about me- Mexican immigrants, and what they did was they spray painted an image of Trump with a ball gag in his mouth and put uh, put around it rape <laughs> rapist. <laughs> so, oh uh, so intense. Well, I, I, rape I think... Trump is what it had around. They put rape Trump <gasps> in the ball gag in his mouth, and it was in oh, Tijuana. Geez. That's violent. Yeah, and this is what a a spokesperson, an anonymous spokesperson for. In decline said to the Washington Post, they said, like it or not, Trump is a larger-than-life figure in the world of culture at the moment. Looking back in history, that's how these figures were memorized and idealized in their time with statues. Uh, they hired Los Angeles-based artist Ginger, who specializes in haunted houses and horror movies, to make the statue. I love that her name is just Ginger. 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 Oh, well, she was probably don't put my last name. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I I agree with you, Courtney. But on the flip side, I just feel like Trump has said so many things that are just 
just ignorant things. I that, mean, but they but, all have. You know, we can go back I mean, and pull sure, yes, ignorant, horrible shit that Hillary has said too. And sure. I know, and I know, if You're I'm right. being all the way real, if there were naked statues around the country of Hillary Clinton, whether that was the message or not, like I would have an issue with that. I think that this this boils down to the 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 public anger associated for with sure. everything that Donald Trump stands for at a human level to be able to go so far out of their way to present this sort of public mockery because yeah. one of these popped up in Los Feliz mm-hmm. this yeah. is a bicoastal thing they're popping up everywhere yeah. and to 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 Please the artists to, to, to the artists there's also some murals that have been popping up of Hillary Clinton yeah. Yeah. Uh, where she's in a, in a in a red white and blue, blue flag, flag. The, uh, American bikini with saggy boobies yeah. Yeah. you know and, and it's and it's pretty uh, offensive to Hillary Clinton but this statue is just basically showing the world how how upset and offended we are by the things and the behavior. Here's I just want you are so upset though. and offended. That's what I have my point. Show it at the polls. If you're really, like, upset, if you're really that upset, he shouldn't win. In that, November. and I'm yeah. just what makes my question is, you guys, is like, okay, what happens if he gets it right? How I'm, do I'm we look? Canada. How do we look outside of this country? You know what I mean? Like that's just where I'm at. Like as far as like, okay, we all have proven that. We dislike this guy as our leader. What does that say to people looking at us as a country? And now we have to live with him. Sorry, for four years. I don't know. Like it just—it's so interesting to me. To that's a reality. I just can't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna just think positive. Statistically, it's not possible at this point. Statistically, statistically, it's not. But I just until it changes, until until it's done and done, I don't. Because shit, I thought psychologically it couldn't be possible. Me either. I was like, ain't nobody that dumb in this country that that man gonna beat 16 other candidates, and he did. He did. All right. Well, that concludes our topics for the day. But we want to talk about All Out Dysfunction. We had you on the show a couple weeks ago, David, to yeah. talk about the movie. And now it's actually premiering September 17th, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and thank you. Thank you for having me back. This is always a fucking blast to speak of being politically incorrect. Um, yeah, so we're, we're now available on iTunes uh, and Apple TV. Like, you can go there now and, like, now, pre-order guys. it. Um, I invite you guys to please support independent film and, you know, independent, uh, you know, producers, writers of color. Yeah. Yes. Um, in, in all the endeavors that we're trying to do. So, yes, All Out Dysfunction available on Apple TV and iTunes. We're going nationwide September 17th, uh, cable, VOD, and digital formats. Uh, and then we go global. So, it's exciting. And we have a, we're, we're going to end the show soon, but we have a quick clip of just a preview so people can check it out and really get a feel of what it's all about. Six people with nothing in common. Meet the sex oh, boys. Where was it? Meet the addict. Wait till you guys see this. Meet the landlady. A goddamn pool. Meet the mystic. <laughs> the germaphobe. Smells sex, then, then, then sex is airborne. And the pervert. <laughs> in the style of an orangutan. Living together, all in one oh, house. Oh, I am strong like spear. Wow. What's my name? And one of them has an idea. I thought I'd throw a party here tonight. What I care about is my money and my time. You need my help, and I want half. So now, what are you going to do about this old lady, Clarell? I don't know. Can we knock her out or something? What about Clarell? Scooter said he was going to take care of it. It'll be fine.
What a difference a dysfunctional day makes. All out dysfunction. Yeah, All out dysfunction, September 17th. Yeah. Check it out, everybody, and support David and his great movie. And yes. you have other stuff coming up, too, right? Uh, yeah, um, you catch me um, on the season finale of The Last Ship. Uh, I'm on that episode, having a good time with that. Uh, that was um, really, really a special opportunity. And a uh, new film called Destined with uh, Hill Harper, Corey Hardick, Rob Riley. Oh, wow. Great um, cast. That, uh, that won uh, Best Director uh, at the American Black Film Festival. Awesome. Um, World premiere at the Los Angeles Film Festival, so that's coming out soon. And uh, right now, just doing a great promo tour and trying to just make sure that we can... Uh, position ourselves to be successful filmmakers you know and set an example for all those other people out there that are that are thinking about making movies or thinking about being actors or trying to do it it's like all oh, this is attainable you know yeah. and it doesn't matter what color your skin is you know uh, just get out there and do it and do not make an excuse for yourself oh, all out dysfunction Check it Look out. It where, can, where can fans find you on social media? Uh, you can find me uh, at, at David Bianchi Twitter, DBianchi Sag on Instagram, uh, Google David Bianchi. I'm the happy bald brown guy somewhere on the internet near you. <laughs> and then, hey, is there a specific happy site for all out dysfunction? Uh, yes, thedysfunction.com, uh, DaveBianchi.com, exertionfilms.com. Do I have another dot com? <laughs> no. <laughs> Black Hollywood Live! That's right. Jesse, where can fans find you? Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Courtney. I'm everywhere at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Snapchat. We'll see you next week. You ain't even no, ever on Snapchat. Snapchat. I was like, you on Snapchat? <laughs> okay, I, I forget about my Snapchat. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. Black Hollywood Live exclusive. Views of BHL or its owners or principals. 